we all know it's coming and it's not gonna be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you gonna do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT saves you 10%. flag of the United States of America. justice for all. It's time to resist. 
They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. 
preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Counting me out, but I just keep on counting. 
Welcome back, fuckers, to another episode of Freedom Gardens. We got Heather back in the house today. Hey, guys. And uh, I hope you all enjoyed that little musical inter- interlude. I um, I wanted to play the entire intro or almost the entire intro for the Patriot Party podcast for Heather because I don't know that she's experienced the whole new intro uh-huh. before that Mick put together. So I don't think I have. So you'll got to enjoy it, too. So she she might not be the biggest Trump fan, but I do love that song. I do like it, too. Yeah, yeah. it's one of my favorites. So and of course, she's sitting over here knitting. Yeah. Well, this is the only time I do it because if I do it at home, you know what gets knit into this blanket? Uh-huh. Fucking cat hair. So, <laughs> I mean, cat hair can have its uses, yeah, though. Yeah, you know, uh, when when in um when in Rome, no blanket's really complete without a little cat hair. I mean, hair. it has my hair in it, but you know. well, okay, there is that. <laughs> so, so, all right. So, uh, how's everyone doing? I don't know what the hell's going on in Rumble. I wasn't able to pull it up on my um my phone, but. I have it up live on the computer, so I'm not sure what's going on with Rumble today. Um, but I see y'all here on Foxhole. So, hey, Geo, Quiet Toad, Mark, good to see y'all. Lindsay, I see you over here in Rumble. So we are uh, we're running two different chats now, or two different computer systems I, now. I so two different Mises. So fun times. This is this is all you. <laughs> yes, I know this is all me. Like, it's okay. I'll just you. reach over here. You're little anyway, so it yeah, doesn't really matter. Know. It's all good. So anyway, happens all the time. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, returning to the old ways. But first, that was so cool that you picked that for today because I was planning on those songs since yesterday. Well, see, there you go. That's we're always so in tune. I, we really it. are. It's when you've been together as long as we have, you know, it's almost like a marriage. Um, oh, yeah. A long term one because uh, that's how it goes. So, um, and of course, doing it this early. I don't know if you all understand that, although I do get up at 5 30 mm-hmm. most days, I'm not really a morning person. She's such a cunt in the morning. So, I've gotten better. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I lived with you for a year. I, I know. I, I've gotten I better know. since then. I've gotten significantly better well, since that's then. Good. But because you're getting up to do things you enjoy, I think that that's what makes the difference. Ooh, that's right. true. So about- ah, I didn't mean to do that. Okay. Yeah, so I think that that definitely makes a difference because I am totally fine waking up for no good fucking reason at 5 a.m. But when I wake up and I know I have to go to work, I'm just grumpy. Yeah. So, so me getting up early is um, not always the best. So, all right. Classical chick, thank you for the cookie. Eh. I could use a cookie for breakfast right now. So, um, and uh, you want to do a little garden update before we uh, get into uh, like life hacks and shit? Yes. Okay, cool. Go ahead. All right. I'm going to do this straight out of the telegram. So, because I downloaded them this morning, but didn't go from there. So anyway, let's see. All right. All right. So, make this guy bigger. Share them over here. Hmm. 
Here we go. Window. Entire screen. Not this one. That one. There we go. I love that you talk your way through it. Of course I do. I do it. I do it all day long. I mean, you got to do it that way. All right. So this is my newest project. And it looks like dirt because, hey, it's, it's dirt. And dirt. Here you go. All right. So I'm about halfway through the duck enclosure chicken garden, chicken feed garden project. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I tilled it out. And I filled it with compost. Took about 10 wheelbarrows. And since the wheelbarrow doesn't actually fit through the door there, I had to do it a bucket at a time. It was work. And now I'm going to start by planting the sweet potato slips. I actually took, uh, I cut them down to get more slips off of these. There were a whole bunch more leaves of each one. Um, but I'll plant those on the sides, on the sides and mounds. And then I will start on planting grains, corn and peas and beans and all kinds of stuff that the chickens and the ducks like to eat. Kale. They love kale. Spinach too. So that's that one. On to the next. Uh, I didn't mean to. All right. What are we watching here? Hold on. Okay. I'm gonna let this run for a second. The the, the background is just completely appropriate. Oh, All right. Okay. So as okay. Heather has experienced since coming to the house this oh, morning. Jesus fuck. Okay. Annie's in heat. This poor dog. This is our life right now. Okay. Annie's in heat. She's going out of heat. She's been in heat for like a week, but it's, it's at the end. And Seamus hasn't quite figured out the mechanics. So the poor dog is just, is humping the air and drooling on her back. All over her. All the time. She's constantly. Ugh, gross. And, and he's so big that he has, and it's, you know, it's, it's brand new. It's also not lining up. It doesn't, doesn't, he's young doesn't, and doesn't know what he's doing. Doesn't know where to, where doesn't to put, know where it. put it. I told, <laughs> I told him earlier when he was trying to hump her face. I'm like, if she's down for it, fine. But leave, other than that, leave yeah, the fuck alone. No. I so, talk. so she has gotten to the point where she is just like, I mean, she's pulling tufts of hair out of him on a regular, uh, on the regular right now. It's crazy. This is, this is Annie. She's like, fuck you. Leave me alone. I can lick my own twat. Oh yeah. He was totally doing that earlier. Oh, and he just stands over her and drools. It's so gross. It's so bad. It's so bad. The poor thing. I won't ever have to deal with that. No. All right. So, morning, garden. friends. Oh, what do we got? Oh, it's getting Quiet, so big. Cloudy morning on the homestead. Do a little video to see where we're at. Let's start right here. These guys are getting bigger. This kale that I didn't plant but is growing here. Bolted, but that's okay. Oh yeah. Those are starting to grow. And, oh, and my tomatoes back there are starting to grow too. Look at that. Okay. These guys are almost ready to come up. That one not quite, but some of those guys are getting bigger. Tomatoes will go, well, I've got to build the trellis next, and then tomatoes will go in their place. Let's see. Rutabaga's coming along. Beets are small yet, but they'll grow. Carrots. Lots of carrots. And there we go. Okay. 
more radishes. Almost done. Starting to, starting to pop out the top. So those will get pulled too. And tomatoes will go in their place. I have to plant more tomatoes. Because I planted all the ones here. So look at these guys. Nice pretty tomatoes all the way down the line. And my onions are starting to pop up here. Pull the grass in the middle. And then these bunching onions. And these tomatoes. So some are real little. Yeah. That guy's doing well. And then these tomatoes are doing beautifully. Coming right along. Okay. And over here, we have flowers. We're gonna have cucumbers really soon. Look at all those on everything. Flowers. And I've been harvesting salad greens the last two days. Again, those carrots are doing awesome. So pretty. More flowers. And so many flowers back there. It's all gonna be cucumbers. And, ooh, that's a big old bean again I gotta pick. Yeah, it is. Big old bean right there. Those guys are still growing, but they'll come along. Then beans and okra in here. This tomato has gone insane. It is huge. I'm gonna have to tie it up over here, I think. And it's got little tomatoes growing on it. Rutabaga, beets, broccoli. I'm gonna have peas here soon too. The marigolds are just starting to bloom. And my tiny tin tomatoes here. Doing okay. Grapes. Hello, pretty grapes. More grapes. Rosemary and lavender, blueberry and mint, and more grapes. Look at these guys. These guys are big and pretty here. And peas. Mm -hmm. All right. And then come over here. Hello, tomato and sunflowers. And rutabaga, potatoes, hello potatoes. Salad greens, I harvested this one the other day pretty well. That mammoth basil's coming up well. This is my herb bed here. Everything is growing, growing very pretty. I harvested this kale last night too. We had a good kale salad. Asparagus is doing well. Brussels sprouts are coming up. Those onions are starting to peek through too. Ooh, and it looks like I'm about to have some flowers on these big melons in there. The spinach I ripped up and mostly fed to the ducks and um, that did not do well under there. I'll find some other salad greens to put under there. And these melons are doing great. These salad greens are coming up. 
These melons are doing well. And the corn. Yay for corn. With tomatoes in the middle, they're getting bigger. And squash pretty much right next to the tomatoes. So, tomatoes, squash, and corn. So, that, my friends, is the East Garden starting to produce. Yep, so we're eating out of that pretty regularly. So I'm so excited for you. It's awesome. And the West Garden. Remember, this is actually a month newer than the East Garden. Not that you could tell from the size of the plants. Holy shit. Although, they're not flowering yet. They're just getting big. So, starting here. Sunflowers, marigolds, and cucumber. Look at all that starting to trellis up here. And those will flower in the next couple days. Beans and peas. Peppers. More peas. We'll have peas on there soon. Another pepper and pepper. Now I had to tie these beans up <clears throat> kind of outside and inside. That makes sense because they were shading out the beets and cauliflower in there. Still kind of are, but they're getting a little more sun than they were because these beans are kind of insane. I mean, that's, that's all beans. Lots of beans. This Thai pepper. Let's do it nicely. This guy. Look at all these guys. I do not need a stalk of corn in the middle of my pepper garden. Okay. Jalapeno. Hi, Cookie. And then I harvested some of this the other day, although it looks like I need to do it again with the salad greens. All right okra and then that's corn and squash but the squash is so big you can't really see the corn right now that's all right it'll get bigger these melons are doing well this cabbage is kind of struggling i only had a couple that actually came up and this one almost looks like he needs to be oh, re-rooted or Put some soil back up around him. To dig him back in. Those are doing better. The bok choy is insane. Oh, I have to harvest that before it bolts. It looks like it's about to. And then collard greens and mustard greens. All of my peppers here are starting to fruit. Everything's flowering all the way down. This okra is doing very nicely. Okra takes a while, it's gotta get big and it really likes the sun. And then I started to harvest this yesterday. See that versus the end there? I'll have to finish that today. So, that my friends is the West Garden. We have salad for probably a week or two. Nice. thing about harvesting salad out of your own garden is it lasts a lot longer than the stuff that you get from the store. Well, yeah, because you're not going through that tra uh, transportation. Exactly. Uh, time, all that stuff mm -hmm. for it to break down. Yep. And it's, I mean, it tastes so delicious. All right. So I filled, planted, and then closed the chicken feed garden. So you can see the sweet potato slips there on the edge. And then there's all kinds of things. Um, grain and 
peas and beans and uh, even some cucumbers and squash and beets and kale, all kinds of things that they love to eat. So waiting on that to sprout in a couple days. But in the meantime, also waiting on my blackberries to ripen here. Look at those. Very nice, pretty. And that blueberry transplanted well. Those sunflowers are doing well. And some of my strawberries are starting to peek up in here. And if you're wondering what the beer cans are for that are hanging down here, um, they keep the raccoons away. So there's actually pennies in them and they're hanging from there because the raccoons like to go in there and dig things up and look for good things to eat. So they scare them away. Little life hack. Okay, moving to the back container garden. My coffee plants came in. Yay! I have to repot them, obviously. Lemon trees potted. Strawberries are starting to come up and we'll have strawberries here. The first of them in a few days. Those tomatoes are getting bigger. Those potatoes are starting to die back, which means they're almost done. Then, looks like I think I lost this tomato. Hmm. But everything else is getting bigger. So that's good. These guys are all growing. This guy's dead. I'm going to pull him. Dead, dead. Maybe I'll put one of the coffee plants in there. That tomato's nice. This guy's beautiful. I'm going to pull some of the extra branches off of him, but he still produces regularly. I love indeterminate tomatoes. They just keep growing. And then those guys are getting bigger. They get bigger every day. But sweet potatoes, strawberries. Again, these potatoes are killing these tomatoes. Keep shading them out. All right. This is really cool though. My potatoes are flowering. I'd never heard of potatoes flowering. Although it makes sense. But apparently once they flower, after they flower, that's when the tubers really start to grow. And since this one was planted first, uh, I probably have another month on these potatoes and then they're good to go. Grapefruit trees I started from scratch, from seed rather. They're growing up in there. Potatoes, potatoes, potatoes. And that nice blueberry bush or butterfly bush to attract those pollinators. So, container garden, doing well. Okay, last but not least, the fruit garden. Herb bed is starting to pop up. Look at that. I've got the sweet potato slips in there and then basil. And over here, parsley, thyme, and oregano, I think. Chervil, mm -hmm. summer savory. Anyway, some other specialty herbs in there. Waiting on those to pop, but those are, did these a couple days after these, so. Melons are doing okay in there. I'm waiting on those, those herb beds to pop too. This lemon tree is doing awesome or lime tree rather, as soon as I put it in the ground, it started flowering. So we'll have a bunch more limes off of that. Seamus! I've got Swiss chard and kale coming up in here, some sunflowers in the front. 
And then these guys that I put this cover on. And the front starting to flower. Here, starting to do, yeah, I don't know. I'm not real happy with how those look, but it'll come back. This guy is doing better. This borash is doing awesome in the front here, actually. And then strawberries and melons, sunflowers, our blueberry with blueberries growing on it, our rosemary, and then there's more sweet potato slips in there. Ooh, and they're growing bigger already because I planted this. I did not plant that. That means that's popped up on its own. And uh, yeah, and then little strawberries in there. Rosemary took quite well. And I got some sunflowers popping up in there. So the fruit garden. All right, so the garden tour. It's grown so much. It's only been two weeks. I mean, it's been here. It's kind of insane. Where the fuck is my mouse? I'm telling you, that had changed the Okay. No, it's driving me nuts. I filled. Stop. Planted. Stop. Right. There it is. Okay. Okay. So. How you been? I've been good. You know, busy. Yeah. So. Uh. So I did, like I was I was going to tell you earlier, but I just use this if you want me to tell you everything here. So here we go. Yes. Uh, so at the beginning of the week, so the last couple of weeks, actually, I remember we talked about how the grant writer person said that he, you know, we had agreed that he would apply for four mm -hmm. of the grants that we were looking at. And then I didn't hear from him for like two weeks. And I was like sending emails like, hey, you just wanted to follow up. Do you need anything? Blah, 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 whatever. Nothing. And then Monday morning, I wake up and it was really irritated by this message. It was like, Hey, Oh, I guess I should give you an update since I haven't you know, talked to you in a while. One of the grants that you sent me would probably cost like $7,500 for me to write it. And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, and you know, we can just let your account go into the negative. And then once, you know, we start getting some money going in, then you can, um, get, get it caught up. And I was like, absolutely fucking not. No, I that's like, not how I am works. not starting off the farm in debt. Like mm -hmm. that's not going to fucking work for me. Also, no communication does not fucking work for me either. Yep. So I told him that I was no longer interested in his services, whatever the $250 is gone. I don't really care. I mean that in the grand scheme of things, $250 kind of sucks because I could have paid for the 501c3 yep. application, but you know, live and learn. So I got on Upwork, which is a platform where you can hire freelance people to do all kinds of shit. And I've actually been interviewing. I've interviewed, I don't know, like four or five people, which is very weird. I hate interviews myself, mm -hmm. right? So I don't like conducting interviews. I don't like conducting them either because yeah. they're fucking lame. So I talked to a couple of people and I've had a couple of hits on um, on the ad. But I've been reading, you know, because they have a profile and whatever. And some of them seem like they'd really be a good fit. But I talked to somebody yesterday and her name is Ruth and she's, I think she's a little bit younger, right? That's fine. They have more energy than we do. And they, you know, so she actually, I hit it off with her. I was talking to her on the phone for Says like Says the hour. fucking energizer punny, but okay. The fuck ever. I have mental energy. No, bitch. Okay. I have mental energy, physical energy. I don't fucking have that shit. Well, all right. 
that's good. All right. So, so I talked to her and we hit it off. The vibe was great. She was very open. You know how I am. Like I have no filters. She lives in Connecticut. Okay. Uh, right outside New Haven, I think she said. So uh, I was like, okay, so she's, you know, close enough to New York to not be easily offended, you know, because that's the thing. <laughs> that's right? true. Yes. I have to. I probably lived with... hard, but maybe not so well. We'll I see. mean, she's more my people than she is your people. We'll go with that. Well, um, but even you're still, more my people I'm, than you know, but okay. But I'm the one that has to talk yeah. to these people all the time. So I yeah, need it to be yeah. somebody that, you know, you can deal that, with that I can talk to and not have to fucking sugarcoat shit and be all fucking nice and shit. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a fan. Not because I'm an asshole, but because I, according to my husband, I just sound like an asshole all the time, but you're an asshole. But that's uh, okay. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, but no, I do. I'm just, I don't have a filter. You don't have a filter. And the way I talk to you and the way is basically the way True I story. talk to pretty much everybody. And if they don't like it, they just don't fucking talk to me. So I need to have a grant writer that can handle moderately my mouth right? yeah. and handle the fact that I'm fucking ADHD and I'm just going to fucking throw random ideas out all the time yeah. I'm on the phone and I do that all the time. I do it to you. I do it to everybody. Absolutely. I don't do it on purpose guys. I swear. Um, so she just, I, like I said, we just really hit it off. She was really cool. She had, she sent me a little idea list of what she thinks, where we should think we should start, blah, blah, blah. She's also a copywriter. And, and she also, I think pretty sure she does like some web design. So she might be a really good resource just overall. Yeah. And she's not trying to charge us a hundred and something dollars an hour. She's only looking at $30 an hour, which I know is more money than I make, but okay. But in the grand scheme of things, it's not like I'm going to be, we're going to be hiring her for fucking 40 hours a week. I would think, I yeah. think we should, I want to negotiate with her to start off maybe five hours a week and see what kind of headway she makes. If she's as good as some of, as her portfolio says, then she probably won't need a whole shitload of time, especially since I have a whole list of grants that she can look at without even having to go look for them. And being from Connecticut, probably, I mean, New England is known for its strong work ethic. So Right. No, absolutely. That, yeah. That's, you know, that's a yeah. big deal for me. I just, it just, yes. and I had to tell her that too. I was like, listen, I don't care if you're not doing, if like nothing fucking happened this week, mm -hmm. let me know. Yeah. Like I just need, I just need somebody that's going to be open with communication with me. And I just, that guy just did not. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. Right. Yep. And I, and I mean, you know what? I think I'd just rather. Ryan, don't listen to me. I think I'd rather be working with the chick anyway, because I gotcha. I'm a you know big fan of supporting independent women businesses and independent stuff like that, especially women, because I'm so tired of these dumbass bitches that don't do nothing. So I get very inspired. You know, I get very yeah. excited to you know to help to you know contract with somebody who is a woman who is doing the run and do their own thing, be independent. Because you know I yep. have nothing in common with those those other women. <laughs> So those ones that do nothing and that are dumb. Yeah. I, you we, know, the ones that we talk about that I always say, like, if you're going to be transgender, be, be the best of us, not the worst of us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the problem is that the worst of us is the majority of us, unfortunately. So I, it's really hard to find other women that I can. It, we're back to the 30%. 30% of people have a running commentary in their head outside of actively doing something. Right. Oh, yeah. We did talk about that. So, yeah. you know, that's. I yeah. don't understand that. I fuck, this fucking thing never turns off. Never stops. Like, it Just like my mouth. It never stops. Well, I, I know that. Just think of all the shit that I'm not saying. Yeah. Oh, God, no. 
So anyway, so I, I, I really enjoyed talking to her. I do have somebody else that I'm going to talk to because I had already set up the interview and I don't want to be an asshole and be like, yeah, fuck you. Yep. Uh, Cause I don't like when people do that shit to me. Yeah. Uh, also with that being said, I am, I was telling you that I was looking at those courses on Udemy. I think it's, I think that's how you pronounce it, but it's mm-hmm. U-N-D-E-M-Y. Um, they have a bunch of really cool shit on there. So I started um, a couple of courses and one of them is how to write a business plan because that is like a number one thing that we need mm-hmm. to be getting done because we can't do anything with applying for grants or anything until we have something to show that we fucking have an idea what we're going to do. Yep. Um, so I'm working on that. And the way it works is like each section of the course, they have you f- answer questions mm-hmm. and pick certain things that apply to what we're doing. And then at the end of the course, ta-da, you have a business plan. Nice. So, and that works really well for me. And it's very much like a, a continuing education type platform. Like, and I'm so used to doing that for, you know, having to do my CEs all the time every year. So they're just like little videos or little articles that you have to read. And then you answer questions and blah, 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 blah. But I actually end up learning more when I do the quiz than I do from doing the work, doing the work. I gotcha. I don't, you know, I can, I do better with just listening to what they're saying and then answering the quizzes and stuff. So I, so far I've been doing pretty good. I'm pretty proud of myself. Good. Um, so I got that going. So hopefully we'll have that completely done by the end of the week. I'll have all the paperwork in place for the 501c3 and the business plan. I'm very ambitious about this, but I do a lot of this shit in the morning between five and eight when I have to work at eight o'clock. Yeah. And now that I'm on FMLA to, uh, because all of the stress with just having to deal with fucking work and bullshit, like while I'm getting phone calls all the time, like having to set up her appointments, having to. So for people that don't know, so um, our aunt. Liv. Yeah. She, uh, she fell and she broke her arm. And when she went to the hospital, they found that she has very advanced multiple myeloma. And I have a lot of really, I've been doing a lot of, you know, I, she hasn't really been reading about it. And I think it's because A, she has a hard time reading on her phone and B, I almost think that, you know, maybe she's in denial a little bit. No, well, she's watching us right now. I know she is. But she wants to, you know, she wants to read about it, but she wants to go to the library. She wants to have like actual resources that she can go to and feels like they are reliable. A book, yeah. No, Absolutely. I got gotcha. So that's, that's what she's wanting to do. And me, like when I go to the doctors with her and I had to apologize yesterday because she even said I kind of like talk around her at the doctor's office, but I'm not doing it on purpose. I'm not even doing it to be an asshole. I'm just telling them like, hey, listen, this is this, this, and this is what we got going on. And I need to know this, this, and that. like, I am not fucking around. Like I don't pussyfoot around me. So, um, so I did have to apologize because I do kind of like just come in, like Taylor says, for gangbusters, gangbusters, yep. trying to, you know, because I want to know everything. I want to, like, I'm willing to fight all the way with her. I'm support her with every, whatever it is she wants to do. So, did you it, look up uh, Ty and Charlene Bollinger's I, The Truth I have, About Cancer? I have not listened to it yet. Well, okay. looked at it yet, but yeah. I do have it saved. So There's a lot of resources there. Also, right. um, you're going to take this home with you. Hold on one second. Oh, shit. Well, I grab this because it's right here. Okay. And I have another one in my purse. She always loves to like push me out of the way. Okay. The fuck is that? So. Oh, those apricot seeds. Those have been, oh yeah, I saw those. I didn't know what the fuck they were. Uh, these are a cure for cancer. Okay. I'm not even fucking kidding either. The guy that developed this, they put him in jail because he 
cured cancer and Big Pharma didn't like him. Well, Big Pharma doesn't like anybody. Exactly. It's B17. Okay. Okay. Um, you basically, all right, so and it says right here, you start by consuming three seeds an hour um, or... And okay. don't do more than 10 a day. 10 a day. You okay. got to suck on them because otherwise they like they taste really better. Suck on them and then chew them. So like suck on them for a minute and then chew oh, them. Like a lessons or something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. Um, and there's, I don't know, probably a pound or two left in here. So, yeah. So take those home. Um, And then there's a phone number and website on the back where you can call and get more. And they also have like a flower and all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are bitter bitter apricot seeds from the Richardson Nutritional Center. Um, They are not a sponsor of ours, but they are friends of ours. And uh, I've, I, I mean, I've been chewing on those for months they're okay. they're not bad well, fuck um, you you are not a good judge on things true. that fucking don't taste bad I, they bitch. taste bad <laughs> but everything fucking that cares you is always gonna taste bad so i know um anyway uh welcome you boy death how you doing good to see you over there first time here fantastic so all right so, yeah uh, so that's so anyway so now i'm gonna have a little bit more time because i'm taking some mm-hmm. leave this week because it was just too stressful like trying to make sure that I'm getting everything that she needs taken care of. And then I'm, you know, taking yeah. Taylor to work because, you know, we only have one car. Yep. So I would take Taylor to work and then I'd have to take her for appointments. And then I, and then like, I hate my fucking job. So that doesn't help. And I just, my, my anxiety really started to increase. And it, it's just really not my focus. Like I, like I told you before, like hopefully, you know, with this extra time that we can, that I can put into, you know, really focusing, you know, when we're not doing her appointments and she's not doing work. Cause we only have that like two, three days a week. Yeah. But some weeks it's more, some weeks I have to go up to Charleston, you know, so it's not always, and it's just, it's, it, you know, according to work, I am very stressed out. According to my healthcare, according to my mental health provider, I'm very stressed out. And I'm like, eh. so they're going to pay you to take a vacation. Yeah. And, so and- I, I think, I think that she was just real, like my mental health was like, provider was like, Heather, you know, you were doing so good, you know, since I've been mm-hmm. doing the regimen, you know, I was down to just the medication that I take to kind of keep my ADD from going real bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was really the only thing that I, that I've been on. Well, with work, just having to take time off and having, and they're just kind of like giving me a hard time. Like I, the whole denying my FMLA originally and then denying all that stuff. That was really stressful. And it really, really put a really bad taste in my mouth for the company that I work for. Yeah. So, I mean, it already was kind of, yeah, this place fucking sucks. But now I'm just like, you know what? I don't really hope that the farm works out soon because I would really like to not have to go mm-hmm. full time for the, you know, for a long time. I mean, I can go back for a while, but I would like for this to be happening sooner so i would too because i don't want to go back to work either i'm i much prefer being on my farm and and learning how to do things on my own Mm -hmm. and you know i mean you know selling a couple cartons of eggs every day for 10 or 20 bucks a day is great but yeah no we like to really cut it so you know um but uh and i mean i do get like i said i mean i'm feeding the family so we're not cash rich but we're certainly food rich right um and food sustaining then that's good which is really important the food sustaining is really important um well that's the whole point of like today like we're really trying to get back to the old ways the old ways, the old yes. way I think, the way we used to treat things when you know without all of these chemicals and all of this bullshit that they give yes. you now like so there's so many other ways for us to be going back to things 
And I sent you our ancestors a podcast did. to listen to in your spare time, which I know you have very I little. So much that. I know. <laughs> I don't even um, listen to your podcast. I know. I know. That's okay. <laughs> I love you. Um, but I, uh, I sent you a Mike Adams Health Range report and told you to listen to the first interview part of it because yes. he has a I woman on. I was listening on. to a little bit of what they had to say about you know how the they're so, destroying the soil, our soil exactly and sure soil that, regeneration. No, that, you know that you know. Yep. We're having to count on corporate. If you America put the everything. correct bacteria on the, like the proper, if you have the proper microbiome, um, ecological balance in your compost, you don't need nitrogen fertilizer, mm -hmm. chemical pesticides. Like you don't need right. any of that. And your food grows so much bigger. Um, and you know, you guys just saw the gardens there. So and my mom was over here the other day and she was like, if this garden's a month older, how come it looks smaller than that garden? And I said, well, I used my own chicken shit compost mm -hmm. in the West garden where I used, um, I used local compost from, you know, local like landscape supply. And that's right. fine. That's fine. But, um, you know, it wasn't, well, first of all, and it was a year old too. Right. Yeah. But that's okay. That's okay. Um, and, uh, and I tilled it mm -hmm. and I didn't know until I listened to that podcast that just tilling the soil mm -hmm. kills half of the good stuff that you need to make your soil work properly. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh shit, I don't have to till my soil. And then it was the craziest thing. So it was in the, uh, um, in the, chicken enclosure mm -hmm. and I've been throwing their, like they have their organic scratch grain, right? And I just throw it on the ground because right. it encourages them to learn to scratch off the mm -hmm. ground and not in a bucket so that they forage more. I mean, they're outside all the time, so they forage plenty, um, but they do like to go in for their scratch grain. And their enclosure is where I make their chicken compost, right? So all through the winter, I put all the grass clippings and then even in the spring, you know, like whenever I'm raking up leaves or whatever, I, I just throw it in the chicken enclosure and they dig through it and they break it apart and they have fun eating the bugs and all the good stuff. And, Absolutely. and, but it's, it's made this hard pack, literally hard pack compost. And I was like, well, shit, I've got to till that, you know? So I, I even, I dug that up. And when I put it in the, the other enclosure, I let the chickens dig through it a lot mm -hmm. as I was putting in a wheelbarrow at the time. Um, but then I tilled it and I probably shouldn't have, cause I bet everything would grow bigger if I hadn't. But right now in the enclosure, I've got grass seed and corn and shit growing up out of that hard packed compost that I hadn't dug out yet. Right. Where I've been throwing down their scratch grain. Okay. Hey. Which tells me that that woman I was, was just saying, absolutely like, right. Ab yeah. And well, also it's, way less more labor if we can figure out and must time consuming right because yeah. that you know how i am i want to do this farm and i want to do it right but you know me it has mm -hmm. to be very fucking efficient very efficient yes, yes we want to do what we want what we love doing but i really don't want to be one of those people who has to be out there 16 hours a day i want us to figure out the most efficient way for us as a team yeah to get the daily shit done and then work on whatever projects or growing out the farm or building out stuff whatever, that we want to do the yeah. stuff that we want to do this because everything that we build out everything new that we do we are learning yep you know and i love that whole idea of being able to be like hey you know what half the day we feed the animals and do blah 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 yeah. and then like the other half of the day we're going and doing you know learning and building other shit or just even if we're just like taking classes whatever it is we're doing i just don't think that we should have to Yes, this is a dream and there will be plenty of us to work on the farm. But if it gets as big as I, we, the three of us really want it to, 
then, you know, we're going to have to have other people that work there too. But, you know, the program participants are going to be not only helping them, it'll be huge for us too, but we're all going to be learning at the same time. And I think that that is a great way to kind of like plan our way going in. It's like, we want to find out the best way. And I am really looking forward to using some advisors, especially for the hydroponics and the aquaponics. But yep. I really want to bring in maybe, you know, I want to offer like, we can grab local people who do beekeeping and, you know, yep. people that can come out Fish and, and, help, and, and help and, us yeah. Oh, yeah. and help us, you know, get, do it the right way. Cause you yep. know, a lot of times, you know, trial and error is lots of fun and I love watching me some YouTube, but it is really nice if you can get somebody locally or somebody that's educated, like from the university, you know, cause Sark's going to be our advisory mm -hmm. board for the aquaponics and the hydroponics, which is great. Mm -hmm. So it'd be really nice if we can just kind of like grab some other people. Like even I would really like to reach out to that girl at Whippoorwill Farms to see if we can, yep. you know, cause she offers her classes brain. and stuff, but yeah. I'd also like to get her on the podcast and kind of pick her brain and see, yeah. you know, what it took because she used to be in corporate America. So what uh, it's probably the same reason why she, why, why we're we doing what we're doing. Why yeah. We're doing I mean, doing, I but, left corporate and, America. Yeah. And yeah. she's really, she's really successful and she's local. So I, you know, I'd like to be using some local resources too, to help advise us to help make it as efficient as possible. So we are able to do more and learn more and grow out the program and enjoy it. I want to snuggle some cows, damn it. <laughs> So this is how it started. Heather just wanted a damn cow. <laughs> that is not true. And now all of a sudden we're starting this big 501c3 bioregenerative farm to help survivors of abuse and children with autism and all of the animals, all, all oh, of them, animals. all of the animals. So, I know it does seem like it was me wanting you to get a fucking cow. It was really you wanting me to get but a fucking cow. I actually had. I'm sorry. It was you wanting me to get a cow. Fuck you and your cow. <laughs> It's your cow, damn it. <laughs> I want I've I've wanted to do like a something similar to this for a really long time. I was constantly thinking about I wanted to do like a tiny house community. I've always mm -hmm. wanted to build like a, a compound type thing, like a family farm where we were like a community, right? But the idea of us being a community and being able to support the community, I think, is better because yeah course we're gonna do our shit and you mm -hmm. know whatever but we don't we are really bad about branching out to yep. like other people not that we're not friendly because when people meet that meet us they either love us or they fucking hate us yeah, but generally that's what it is. You know, yeah yeah you know we're friendly so. people we're social mm -hmm. but we're just like eh, i have no use for those people over i don't there. deal I don't, well with stupid people I, at all i have a I really hard time it. so i think but i think building a community so and helping because there's so many of them helping support you know the community around us. I think that that is, you know, a great step towards fixing a little bit of what's going on. I tell everybody, I'm like, I'm not trying to change the world. Well, I'm just trying to change my world. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And if we all try and change our worlds, then eventually we will fix the world. Exactly. So, um, John, good points. And cover crops like clover peas and other nitrogen fixers can protect and enrich the soil and marigolds can naturalize to kill nematides. Welcome to my garden. Right. You notice, um, so Mick was out there the other day and he was like, he was like, man, you're great at growing weeds. Because <laughs> especially if you look in the West Garden where um, where I use the chicken shit mm -hmm. compost, yes, the whole thing, like in the specialty herb bed over there, like you can't, it's all clover right now. Right. The herbs haven't come up because they take longer. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of them are root herbs anyway, but uh, it's all clover on top. Right. Well, I haven't picked, I haven't weeded for a reason, for exactly that reason. Right. That's all the cover crops from 
the chicken feed right. um, that they, you know, digested and, and pushed out or didn't eat in the first place. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's, that's providing a great cover crop. I got peas and corn popping up in the most random places in my garden. Sometimes I pull it, the peas I generally leave there. Right. You know, they're, they're not as invasive as the corn. Exactly. Um, and corn really needs to be around other corn to grow well. So, but, uh, I'm like, you know what, just eh, leave it. So yeah, that's, that's great. Everyone's so like, oh, I got to pick all the weeds. Why? I mean, sometimes I'll go. If I mean, it's, some of them. It, some of it, if I it's have some awful ones at home. I mean, if it's crowding out the plants that I I want mm-hmm. to grow, then of course pick them, like the you know grasses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I feed those to the chickens and the ducks. But I don't know all the clover that's coming up. No, I generally leave that. Mm-hmm. So because it's it's really good for the soil. Um, but you know what you said about building a community. That's that's really going back to the old ways. You know, we we really I think we really need to return to the old ways we've gotten. Let me ask you all this. What are you going to do when you go to the grocery store and you can't find the most basic things? Seriously. Um, vinegar, for example. Oh, have you figured that out yet? Mm, how to make vinegar? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, good job. We're we working on that. Yeah, we're going to, we're working on that. That's kind of why I brought it up. Um, and you can buy, you can make vinegar super easy. You need a vinegar mother. You can make a vinegar mother with wine and vinegar that you already have, like red wine vinegar, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Once you get it started, you can, I mean, literally it'll keep regenerating and you can make it forever. And then you can use it to clean, disinfect, um, use it in your food, use it. I mean, literally vinegar has so So many many uses. uses. You don't need all the chemical shit around your house. Oh, white vinegar is like, my favorite thing to use to clean glass and mirrors. I clean everything with white, mm-hmm. white vinegar. Um, just beware that it, uh, it will eat out your grout eventually. Oh yes. It will eat your <laughs> it grout. It will do that. So, um, you know, use it sparingly on your tile floors, but it's great on the tile mm-hmm. itself. Right. Uh, just make sure your grout is sealed before you use vinegar on it, mm-hmm. but you can make your own vinegar. Um, how often do you buy pesto at the store? Oh, you're talking to the wrong girl. I okay. never eat that stuff. Whatever. Um, pesto, but pesto is another thing you can make so easily. Um, you know what kind of blew me away? Someone posted a, a thing on Twitter. And it was a... In Twitter. I know. A picture of a mayonnaise label. And it said... Oh, which one? Uh, I believe it was Hellman's. Made with bioengineered products. How the fuck do I want to eat that? Oh, yeah. Well, it's not that the products in the mayonnaise have changed. It's that the labeling requirements have changed. You've been eating that. You just didn't know it. Right. Well, now you know it. You know how easy it is to make your own mayonnaise? Okay. I'll admit the first time I tried it, I failed because I didn't follow the directions properly. Um, But the second time is great. It doesn't last as long as the mayonnaise that's already that you get at the store that's shelf stable um, full of preservatives, yeah. right? But honestly, I mean, I made lemon mayonnaise and lemon itself is a natural preservative. So and instead absolutely. of lasting five days, it lasts like three weeks, Right. but it's literally oil and eggs. Yep. I mean, you can make your own mayonnaise, mm-hmm. make your own pesto. It's basil and spinach or, or kale or, you know, whatever green, but generally basil. And you don't have to use pine nuts. If you live in the South, pine nuts are plentiful, but you know, you can use walnuts or um, pecans or really any nut base 
will make a great pesto. Walnuts especially make a really great pesto. Um, I mean, there's so many things that if you you're going to the store and you're you're walking around the aisles and you're like, man, I I can't afford six dollars for a little jar of pesto. Oh my god, that shit's so fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't really eat a lot of pesto, but that's also another reason why I don't buy it because I, I don't eat it enough because to want to buy it's it. It's six dollars right? for and a jar I'm of pesto. Like, if I want pesto, I'm just gonna have fucking Vanessa make it for me. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but and when you make pesto, you can, and that's why I'm growing so much basil. Like mm-hmm. I have that whole big bed of basil. I'm, it's it's gonna be for pesto, and you freeze it. Mm-hmm. And I freeze it in ice cube trays. I was just gonna say you can totally yeah. freeze it in like ice totally small yeah. portions. I love that about so many things. It's great. There's so many things that we can do do that way. I do not yes. have enough storage space at my house whatsoever, but I really do want it. That has always been my goal because I want to can and preserve and jar and do all of those yep. things. And I, I, I I'm gonna turn to Liam's the, closet into that and into a canning and that's for preserving. What, uh area. I also want to teach on the farm. It's all part of the self-sustaining, storage. right? Yeah. So, I mean, that, I think there are so many things that we could be doing that we don't need to be buying at the store. Exactly. So many things. Like, I think about it all the time and I'm just like, like, I, when you're going down do the cookie aisle. Oh, God. Okay. Fuck you, because I can't bake. Baking is easy. It sucks. Baking is very specific. And I am a grab it and you follow it. fucking directions. I fucking hate that shit. Jesus, it's so easy. It is super easy, but you know, I'm also one of those people who's just like, eh, but I want to throw this in there. Eh, but I want to do. I that. mean, you can do that with the spices. You yeah. just have to have a specific proportion of, and even that, you can. I mean, you can substitute I'm, applesauce for you know an egg or. Oh, I used to I substitute you know, uh, uh, the applesauce or the oil and the water in my cake mixes with yeah. uh, applesauce and um, orange juice. It was so good. Absolutely, absolutely. You can yeah. do so many different things, but don't buy the cake mix. Yeah, yeah. I buy a bag of flour. Yeah. I have flour. I and make some fresh. Milk. Hey, I make fucking fresh bread. Okay, bitch. See there, you, and that's, that's another thing. Why are you buying bread that is made with bioengineered corn? Seriously, make sure when you're buying flour, and there's you, there's local places around too. Literally, I guarantee you, there is a local grain mill around you where you can get flour. It's the same place that you get your organic feed for your chickens. There's some place local that probably mills flour. Oh, yeah, especially around here. Exactly. I mean, it's dependent on where you live, but there's all different kinds of flour. It doesn't necessarily have to be from corn. It can be from wheat. It can be from all different grains. I've got wild rye growing in my backyard. That's right. Right? And um, now eating it raw can be toxic to animals in high quantities, but you don't eat it raw. Right. Right. I mean, you cook that shit down like, exactly. um, you know, just don't feed that to your chickens raw or, or your dogs mm-hmm. like use it to make bread. Um, yeah. you, you can even make your own flour when when the shit hits the fan. Mm-hmm. French fries. Oh, I just did that the other night. OK, yeah. Did you buy a frozen bag at the store? Fuck you. No, I didn't. I sat there and I cut up the fucking potatoes myself, bitch. See, that's what I'm talking about. And it was so, I was <laughs> I was like, ah. Oh. So DJ always gets mad at me because I do not peel my potatoes, mainly because I'm a lazy bitch. But, <laughs> but it doesn't bother. Like it doesn't uh-huh. bother me. Like I've grew up eating them like that. It doesn't yeah. bother me. Whatever DJ doesn't like it. But so I try to buy the. Uh, are you growing any Yukon Gold or white potatoes? Oh, we need to be so, doing that. Well, here's because the thing. those are my favorite. Those here's are the thing. A, I bought I bought a huge bag of Yukon Gold at Sam's Club. Right, I remember that. 
And then I bought a big, I bought the bag of the little potatoes right. actually at Sam's club as well. Mm-hmm. And I, I put them in the kitchen in underneath the cabinet, you know, dark, what I thought was a cool place, but it's in the same Island as the oven oh, or yeah. the stovetop, the, stove the oh. induction. Now right. it doesn't get hot on really on top because it's, it's a magnet, right? but apparently it does warm up a bit underneath. So what do we got going on? So, so my potatoes started sprouting. My Yukon golds, my huge ones started mm-hmm. sprouting. So right. I cut those bitches up. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to be building a potato bed out of cardboard boxes. Oh, bitch, do you need some? I got a fucking time. I'm just going to put chewy boxes inside each other and tape them up and fill it with soil and do that. And then the the little ones started sprouting too. So when you all, when your potatoes start to look like this, start to get the little eyes on them, right? They get the little eyes on them. Do not throw them away. Do not pick them off. Cut them in half, throw them in a bucket or a bag. Or I actually, I have, um, a, I was using it for the ducks, but it cracked in the heat. It's a a kiddie pool. Oh yeah. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. How many of y'all have an old plastic kiddie pool in your backyard that either your kids have outgrown or it's, it's cracked a leak. You want the ones that have cracked a leak because they that's drainage, fill it with soil, throw a a little baby potato in here. I'm going to cut this in half. I'm going to throw those in there and guess what? I'm going to have a whole bunch of baby potatoes. I can still use some of these. Mm -hmm. And then if I want to grow some more on the floor, you just set them out the sun. Like literally oh, yeah. put them out in, the, in a warm place for a week or two and they'll, they'll grow little eyes. Sorry. And as soon as they sprout, you, you cut them up and you put them in the, the soil. Potatoes are so easy to grow. You have no idea. So and I then went you to, can make French fries and so potato I'm, chips. I'm going to tell you, I went to, I don't remember the name of the farm, but it's over in Bluffton, whatever. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do, uh, I wanted to go to, oh, I told you I wanted to go to a farm to table restaurant to check, you know, check them out, whatever. So it was really cool. I went there, but I, went over to where they sell their produce and I bought one of their giant baking potatoes. And I'm so excited. I have it sitting outside and waiting for the eyes and then I'm going to plant it. Cause those are my yes. favorite potatoes. Yes. Those are my favorite, favorite potatoes. Absolutely. Uh, I like to use them in actually to make my potato soup. That's they're my favorite to yep. make potato soup with, but they're my favorite potatoes and they're great and they're big. So they're nice for making big French fries or potato wedges or potato whatever. chips, potato, potato chips, chips. take a cheese off. grater and p- just run your gi- giant potato or your potato down the side of a cheese grater, that big side. Right. And then air fry them or deep fry them or just fucking stick them in the oven and you have potato yeah. chips. Yeah. Yeah. There's just so many things that, that we can be doing that I, even, even myself, I should be doing more of. And I, and that's really what I'm going to focus on. Like, and I'm going to focus on that. I think, um, because Olivia is really excited about the farm. DJ is really excited about it. Everybody, yeah. every day, like I hear, you know, people every day are talking to me about the farm or I'm talking to somebody about the farm. So I, I but I also think that having this time with her yep. while I'm off is going to be great for us working on little projects and, you know, also that helps with her physical therapy. So she may not have to go to physical therapy as much if we're, you know, working on projects and she loves gardening and stuff. So I think we might start, you know, trying to come over here yeah. like once a week or something, not just on fucking podcast mm-hmm. day because it's got to suck for her. Right. And I know she can hear me because she's you <laughs> sitting know, out on the porch, sitting out on the porch, watching this instead of being yeah. in here. So she's kind of like by herself in that, that with a crazy horn dog, with a fucking bunch of assholes out on the porch. <laughs> right. So I, I do Serious feel horn dogs. Right. So, but yes, no, I think we should. And I think we should start looking into 
different recipes and different ways that we can be doing things and we should be sharing it. I think, I, I, I think agree. that's, that's the big thing. Like so, share you know, your knowledge. There are people that know shit that is like so fucking random. Like, and that's what it's about getting back to the yeah. old ways. Like, so mix mom put together and she did this years ago. She put together a recipe book. Now she's not the best cook. Mind you. Oh, I remember that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, um, but she's been collect. She had recipes from her parents and her grandparents mm -hmm. and her friends and recipes that were in like old magazines that were, you know, I that were great. So many right? like that things like, but they don't, even, so they don't put them many. out anymore. Right? No, they don't. I so have she so has, many of I have this whole, like a big, like the biggest binder you can get. That's a recipe book. Yeah. Do that, y'all. Like, go. Uh, the the biggest make thing. Make your own recipe book. The biggest thing Share I that I regret is that I didn't sit down with my grandma and pick oh, her brain girl. on like how to make the apple strudel and her lasagna that. and all that before she died. And then we're scrambling trying to figure out like, oh, do you remember how much of this she put in and and what were the steps and like you know we're all like all of us grandchildren are getting together trying to recall from when we were kids watching grandma make apple strudel and how much went into it. We've never gotten it right. Okay. Well, I don't have that experience, but picking the brain of your senior family members is a really big deal. It's yeah. something that we definitely, definitely took for granted when we were younger. Right. So maybe my grandma wasn't the best cook. So, but she was an amazing seamstress and I really wish that I would have mm -hmm. learned more from her. Like if I would have had more patience as a teenager, cause you know, I'm not a very yeah. person. Um, I wish I would have done it. And you guys, you know, I know that sounds terrible. And everybody's like, oh, yeah. And a lot of families just aren't fucking close anymore. So we don't, they don't learn anything from each other. Or you have family like mine that, you know, we're down to the last fucking three of us from my mom's side of the family. And that's it. Yeah. So, you know, there's not a whole lot of people out there who have those strong relationships with their family members. And I think that that's a great way to start building that. Okay. Maybe you don't like to see your family. Like maybe once a year. I thoroughly agree with seeing family in small doses. So That's why email me. is fantastic. But you can start something around whatever holiday it is. Whatever holiday is your favorite holiday with your fucking family. Mm -hmm. If you guys can't, you know, even if you guys can get together, you can't get together. Instead of like exchanging Christmas presents or bullshit shit that, you know what? We don't fucking need it anyway. We got too much fucking shit. Too to much with, material shit. Right? Yep. Start that. Have, you know, every... Everybody can, you know, you guys can collaborate in like a group email and get make a family cookbook. Fuck it. Yeah. I mean, why not? Why can't you do exchange your like favorite that? recipes and put together a family cookbook? Because we're really not passing anything down no. to our kids right now. Not because we don't want to, but because it just wasn't made a priority, right? Because we were so busy trying to make money and keep up and do this. And I have to work more because I need a bigger house. I need to do this. I need to do that. And then you know what happens? We don't fucking spend anytime with our kids or our family. And right? that's what, that's what they want. And what are they learning? They're learning from us that fuck, you got to work all the time and they just come home with McDonald's, right? Cause how many times have we done that? And you know that we are both super guilty. I don't do McDonald's, but yeah, but we have, yep. we have plenty of time when we lived together. We yep. did. Oh that. yeah. And Before your favorite I shit up, was yeah. fucking Papa John's, right? Yeah. Heartburn pizza. Um, but you know, we're not doing that. We're just teaching them that, you know, you just got to, and even DJ, he's like, that's not the life I want. Like, even though he hasn't fully figured out what he wants to do, he does want to be a contributing factor on the farm. He's, we've talked about it. He wants to handle um, basically like the web and the social media platforms, you know, handle that. But he wants to go to blacks. He wants to go to school to be a blacksmith so he can be good. The blacksmith on the farm. Those are the types of 
Those trades are the types that we're of losing. That we are losing, and we need to bring back seriously. So I think that you know these are the things, and people like I was going to say, you guys can get together and just you know, and collaborate like this, and email you together need- a, a cookbook or make arrangements for your kids to. Act. I know our kids don't like to hang out with their grandparents, right? Uh, not my kid. My kid loved hanging out with his grandparents, but you know, do that. Have them go. Have them go and spend more time with their grandparents. I don't care how lame it is. Like, give them a fucking project. Tell them they have homework. They have to right. earn their allowance this way. I know that's our teenagers at his grandparents to, right now. Right. If we're not for the whole weekend, like, there's tons of shit that they know that we don't know. Mm-hmm. And also, you guys should be taking advantage of the fact that you fucking have grandparents, right? Yeah. Because I don't have grandparents. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I barely even have a parent. You know, so it's like you guys should be you know, taking advantage of that. Cause I really am saying this from personal experience. I have nothing passed down from either side of my family. I don't have anything. And I'm like doing it all on my own and that's fine. But it's like, I don't want but it to be like that for DJ. The micro is, is indicative of the macro. We're losing generational knowledge. We're losing everything. At such a rapid pace that. Because everything's we automated. Exactly. Everything's automated. And AI is taking over. It, no, it absolutely is. We're, there's going to be like 80,000 people out of jobs in like no time because AI is taking White collar jobs, blue collar jobs. Why do you think they're trying to kill us off all off right now? I mean, we're in the midst of a great calling because they know that they're going about, to they're about to ship, shift everything over to AI. They okay. don't need us useless eaters anymore. But see, here's the, here's if you grow your own food, though, this. you're not a useless eater to them. Right. So the, that's the things like I am trying really hard and I don't know at what point maybe I kind of maybe a little bit turned into a hippie while I was living in Washington, but not fully because I'm not one of those fucking granola eating tree hugging Prius driving fucking patchouli railing pieces of shit. I'm not that I person. I can't stand patchouli. All. That shit makes that me shit throw up. Stinks, I can't stand right? that shit. So and if you are that person, I'm sorry. I'm not trying I'm to be a hippie an asshole, at heart, but, but I, I like to I'm, wash regularly. I like to, yeah, so. I'm not one of those, and I'm not one of those. I've never been one of those moms who's like, oh, you have to feel your feelings. Fuck your feelings. <laughs> Fuck your feelings. Not that you can't have them. I know. But my teenager came. Shake to, it off. I, you go. know, the teenager came to me and he's like, I don't know who I am. I'm like, you're 16. You're not yeah. supposed to fucking know who you are. Do you know how many people I know at my age that don't fucking know who they are? Exactly. Like, it's not, who the fuck knows? And you change all the time. Yes. I, I feel like I've lived hundreds of lifetimes and I'm only going to be. 45 this year. And I'm like, yeah. I've been so many different people and I've had so many different experiences and I've done, you change all the time. If you're not fucking changing, then that's a problem. Be, that's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. We yep. are meant to evolve and learn and grow from each other, from our experiences, from the things around us, from traveling. That's why I love travel. First of all, I love to travel because I want to eat all the fucking food, mm-hmm. right? Cause I love, you know, cultural food, ethnic food, whatever. I love food in general. But that's one of the things like why I like to travel because you can go and learn. I don't want to hear, oh, it's a third world country. You know what? Fucker, they know what they're doing. They're growing their fucking food. Like they may be fucking poor, but they're growing their food. They're, and they have delicious. learned to do this and they've been doing it for generations and generations and generations. And we think that we're better within them, but we're not. No. Because you know what? We are, first of all, we are run by the U.S. government is one of the longest running organized crime families in this country. No shit. So, that first, you know, of they're all, all related, right? Every single president is related. All, they've, they've, yeah, they've all, they all come like the from whole, like the whole fucking thing is fucked. in England. Yeah, the yeah. whole thing is fucked, right? The only difference is, is that the real organized crime families have 
family values and this one has has whatever the fuck they have going on they have no values no there's no empathy there's no nothing there's no connection with people and that is what they're breeding they're breeding that if they didn't have double standards they wouldn't have any standards at all absolutely absolutely (laughs) you want to talk about acceptance and all this bullshit but then you want to sit here and divide all of us at the same time we have to do something we have to be learning from each other we have to be doing this all the time and it and i'm saying that with everybody like not just us here and like people everywhere nobody is really interacting with anybody anymore because everybody's like oh you're different or your opinions are different than mine and i we have a lot of similar opinions but we have some mm-hmm. that aren't right so but that has never and obviously not, evolving and it, that has never not once not ever interrupted our friendship mm-hmm. never not once as a matter of fact in 40 years we've never even had a fight we've never even had a fucking argument and i lived with her and i told her i wanted a divorce and i we still never really had a fight. Ever. No, no, right? sure didn't. No, never. No, nope. <laughs> right? That's crazy. And my friend Courtney's like that too. And that I got thirty years in with her too. So you know, really. But we're not. Well, generally, like, when I have a when I have a, like a fight with a friend, like that's that's it. It's over. It's, I don't done. talk to them anymore. Like right, yeah, they're not my friend anymore. Because if we've to that point, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are like, we doing here? Right? Yeah. Like this is this is not working. Because if you're if you're, I mean, and I hear this all the time. And I've had friends. I've had friends that have you know, been like that where like they could be my only friend and I couldn't have other friends or they were like the one upper who like had to constantly have the one. And it just, I'm like, what the fuck is the point? Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm not in competition with anybody. I, I fucking struggle with competing with myself every day. Right? I'm just trying to be evolving from who I used to be and who, you know, all the things that we've all been through in life. And it does make a big difference but you have to accept that you have been through some bullshit in order to learn from that too you have to learn from your own experiences your own shitty experiences like i was talking to a friend that i haven't seen since like 2009 i went to esthetician school with her in 2006 mm-hmm. she's a cute hot little thing you know i remember her she worked at hooters right she was but she was a bartender she was so much fun and i was talking to her the other day and she we were just going off about how nobody's authentic nobody's genuine nobody's you know, interacting with each other. Nobody is teaching their kids really anything. And she also was like, all of the things that I've been through and she grew, like listening to her stories is like listening to our stories growing Mm -hmm. up with all the bullshit, you know, with our families and all the crazy things that 80s parents did, you know, (laughs) whatever, right? 80s parents. All of the crazy things. All of the crazy things that the 80s parents did, right? So her and I get along really well. She's lots of fun, but you know what she said to me? She's like, she's like, I don't know about you. She's like, but my kids do not think I'm funny. And I was like, oh, I get that. And she's like, do you? I was like, my kid calls me an asshole almost every fucking day. She's like, they, she's like, I'm fucking hilarious. But that is why we're hilarious because we have experienced all of these things and we're open about talking about them. But my now kid thinks every, I'm funny as fuck. So I, I mean, know where I, y'all are I, coming from. Connor <laughs> thinks I'm fucking hilarious yes, too. I crack, me. God, I crack Connor up all the time. Yeah. As much as he can crack a smile at the, at, you know, at, the, at the teenager, 16. Yeah. The grumpy you know, face, right? The, the antichrist phase, as right. we call them. They're also, <laughs> why are they so angry? They have nothing to be pissed off about. No, seriously. Everything is given to them right now at this moment. No, that's not true. I mean, I you make know what I mean? For a lot of stuff, but. But they're not having to go to work. They're not having to deal with all that extra bullshit. Going to school is fucking hard. I think. I that's hate more go- bullshit. I hate going to school more than I hate going to work. First of all, I don't like doing anything that I don't get paid for. Because if I don't enjoy it. Motherfucker, you better be paying me because I don't want to be here. Any other reason, right? I have to enjoy it yeah. in order to be here on my own time and be happy about it. But if I if I don't enjoy it and I have to be here, then motherfucker, you get to pay me. 
Like I won't even take a fucking meeting from work unless I'm on the clock. Don't fucking call me. Like I'm not talking to you. Yeah. Like I don't like it. You got to pay me to do it. So my salaries so, suck. They do suck. Uh, extra bad. But we do. We have to get back. Like I said, we have to get back to sharing those experiences, sharing our knowledge, sharing our recipes, sharing like random life hacks, you know, share all of that stuff because you know what? Our kids and the 90% of the population right now are fucking useless. I don't know what this generation has going on, but they are good for nothing. Yeah. Like there's, I'm not saying like, I feel like it was between DJ and Connor's age, like right there in the middle, that generation right there. It's like, we were so busy working to have the big house and the next car. Yeah. And the Xbox and all the things. Yeah. That we forgot to teach our kids how to fucking be humans. Right? Because yeah. they have no, they don't give a fuck about nothing. They don't care about people. They don't care about, they think that they're entitled because they've had everything like kind of given to them, you know, so they don't want to work. And they don't want, like, and they just, we didn't teach them anything. We didn't teach most of them. Don't even know how to talk on a fucking phone. See, Connor's not really like that. Like he, no, I said he between DJ's age yeah. and Connor's age, and and Liam wants to fix the world. Like, of course he does. Because he's the sweetest little boy. I know he's the sweetest. Thing. He is so sweet. I do love Liam. He is. I mean, I love both of them, but he's just like. And he's little. not even a little boy anymore. He's eleven. Fuck you. And That's I mean, true. he's almost as tall as you now. That's not true. That is true. That is true. <laughs> But, but he never lost his sweetness. He never he lost he's his. Still, like, like, you can see. I do know what you're talking about. Like, yeah. You can see it in his face. He's losing his little chubby, yeah. young chubby face. face yeah. Like the little baby face. And he's, but, you know, I don't think that that's going to change his personality. He is no. like the sweetest kid. Like when we were in Punta Cana and you guys were talking about how you wanted to buy another house. And he's like, Aunt Heather, why don't you just come back and live and rent our old house? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you're too fucking smart for your own good kid. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Because really that was too. years ago. And yeah. I was like, that was in, we went to Putacana in what, 2019? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was what? Seven? Yeah. 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 He, I definitely didn't know what that shit was when I was seven. I mean, I knew a lot of shit, but that was not one of them. Right? Yeah. So, uh, I just, you know, like I said, they're just not the generation these days. And we're just not, we're not doing them any favors by not teaching them. We're exactly. not doing ourselves any favors. Who the fuck is going to take care of us when we're old? You don't want to go into the healthcare system. They don't fucking take care of people. No. They kill people. Yeah. They kill people and they take their money. Yeah. They kill people slowly. So yes. They can take their money. They take all the money they can when they're alive and then they kill them so the state can take the rest. Right. Yeah. It's a mess. Pretty I much, mean, yeah. uh, you know, nursing homes, all of that, like all of that became a big thing. When did we stop taking care of our family members? Does anybody really fucking know? Like, because somebody says, like Olivia says, oh, Heather, you know, you take good, so such good care of me. And Taylor says the same thing. He's like, you take care of everybody in the house. And I'm like, it's because it's our fucking family. Like, yeah. Like, who doesn't do that? Are you staring at my hands while I'm doing this? Yeah, I love oh, okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I will, I will never, ever put my, my mother in a nursing home ever. I won't do it either. Absolutely not. And I told Olivia because she was like, oh, you know, I don't want you to have, you know, she doesn't want to feel like she's a burden, right? Fucking bitch. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> you know, she's listening. That's, I, why, I said that's that. why I said that. I fucking uh -huh. love her and I would do anything for her. I will. And I told her and I, I said, I didn't even fucking care if you were mad at me right now. Nobody's fucking taking care of you but me because or maybe me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's not uh, there's not anybody other than you out there that mm -hmm. I trust to take care of my family or myself. Like I had to tell Taylor. I was like, "You know what? Hey, and you guys don't think about this and let me tell you, I've been the power of attorney, the medical power of attorney for I don't know how like everybody on my mom's side of the family. Mm -hmm. Everybody who's died, 
And then now Olivia, you know, so I have done this and it's always a fucking emergency. So let me ask you, who's making your medical decisions when you and Ryan can't and your mom's not around, right? Because I told Taylor, it's you. And it has nothing to do, like, I don't even care if he's fully capacitated to do it. It would be, you are, you would be my power of attorney. And mm -hmm. he knows that. And I, I mentioned this to my sister too. I was like, if something happens to Darren, who is making his medical decisions? Because she doesn't make medical decisions. I'm the one that handles all of that for the family. So, mm -hmm. and, and, it, and I'm not saying that to be mean in any way, but I want somebody who's knowledgeable, somebody who has my best interest at heart, somebody who's not going to fucking let them say, oh, this is what we're going to do. Because that's what they try to do with Olivia. They're like, this is what we're going to do. I was like, no, we're not, motherfucker. Like my dad's like, Heather, the hematology oncologist is the one that is the guy that runs the show. I said, first of all, I run the fucking show. <laughs> okay. Because yep. nobody does anything to her until... I know about it and we can talk about it and I can get all of the information that I can from what from all of the resources that I have before we make a decision. Right. I'm but yep. that anybody I, in a health crisis needs a competent advocate. You advocate. need somebody to advocate for you like, every time. If your kids, let's be, let's be real. Like if your kids are Connor and Liam's age, they can't mm -hmm. make that decision. Say your mom wasn't around. Something happened. We and you and Ryan were in an accident, right? We need to know, even if I'm not your power attorney, we need to know who we're contacting for you. Yeah. And I didn't think about this stuff until recently, until recently, because everybody else that I've had to be a power of attorney for, I have just, it's really just been end of life and that's it. So now I'm like, you know what? I didn't advocate for that. There was nothing really to advocate for yeah. at that time. There was no saving them. Right. But from working in the medical field for as long as I have and working in so many hospitals and watching patients just get like bullied and mulled over because they're afraid to say why or I don't want to or can you explain that to me because they don't make it easy for them so no I think it's like I said I think it's really important that you guys really think about that oh yeah because I had to I had to have that talk and I had that talk with my sister I had that talk with my dad and I and you know my parent my dad and my stepmom they're old they're I'm they're gonna be like 77 this year, I think. I don't fucking know. They're old. And 77. Yeah, 77. But, you know, and I would not say that my dad is actually one of the more active old people I know. Mm -hmm. Like, he literally just a couple months ago re-roofed his house because, you know. It needed to be done. Because it needed to be done and it's more cost effective to do it yourself. I am, it is. I am my father's daughter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it so, is. So, you know, he's very active. But I said to him, I was like, my, my uncle, you don't know them because it's from my stepmom's side mm -hmm. of family, but my uncle just died last weekend and, and I'm not there. Right. And I, and I said, well, what's going to, you know, what's going on with Patty? Like, he's like, Heather, I don't know what she's going to do because uncle Ed, you know, took care of her. He's cooked for her and taken care of her for the last 20 years. You know, I don't know what she's going to do. And I was like, having to tell him, I was like, well, there are these resources, you know, contact her insurance company, do this, do that. She's old. So she's on Medicare. I said, so we should be able to get her some in-home healthcare. I was like, why not? And then I said to him, I was like, you know what? I said, now that we're talking about this, I said, who is your power of attorney if something happens to mm -hmm. you? And he, he didn't have an answer. He didn't have an answer for him or her. And I said, well, you guys really need to think about that. And he says, well, I would like for it to be you, but you're not here. And I was like, that I had to, I had, to, I had to digest that a little bit because 
I think he was under the impression that if something happened to him that I wouldn't drop everything and go there. And even that in the virtual world we live in. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I had, I did, I ended up emailing him back later. I was like, you know what? I'll get you the forms. You can pick whoever the fuck it is you want to be your power of attorney, but don't under any circumstances ever think that there's anything in this world that would stop me from being there. Just like nothing would stop me from being there for you or anybody that I care about. That is what we do. But so many people don't fucking do that anymore. No, they don't. So, and that's what I'm trying to get out to the world. Like you guys really need to start taking care of it. Cause you know what, when the shit hits the fan, you guys don't have a Vanessa. I have a Vanessa. (laughs) You motherfuckers need a Vanessa because we fucking, we can rock the fucking hell out of some shit. I tell you what. And then, you know what, we get so much stuff done. Mm Mm-hmm. As a team, we don't get shit done by ourselves. No. Well, I, I mean, can't, I, I mean, do. I, can't say I get that. stuff done, but I feel like we are more productive productive and organized when we do it together. True. Because, you know, I like things to be efficient. Yep. And then. Except and when we're like, not. Except for when we're not. Except for when we're stoned. <laughs> right. Yeah, fuck it. But, you know, yeah, we, I, I do really well. Just, we just do, we work well together. Yeah. Right. And that's very rare. I, I work really it well is. with you. I work really well with Olivia. And that is probably the extent of that. So let's just be real. But once again, like-minded people, you know, we are so very, three of us are really very similar, you know? So I just think that you guys really need to think about that. Like you guys don't have that plan. You guys really need to have that plan. I told Taylor that we are going to have that. We need to start working on that plan. Like who, like if I'm not around and something happens to him or say whatever, I was like, who's going to make your decisions? My mother is actually my power, my medical power of attorney. Absolutely, of course she because is. Because right she, it, because she has more understanding and personal knowledge of all of my uh, ex- and allergies exactly and medical what... issues because uh, she shares them. Right, and absolutely. I am her power of attorney for the same, same reason. Exact reason. Because absolutely. she's like, you know, your dad has no idea. Like he's, he'd be like, oh yeah, give her all the drugs, and you know, she'd fucking die. <laughs> right. Um, so, <laughs> you know, give her all the and, things. You know, and and you know, Mick. It, as I adore that man and he knows that, but if something were to happen to me, he would not be thinking straight. No, they're very different than us. They in are not a manner that not, would be not most saying, effective and efficient to. Right. We can't you know. just go in and kill everybody. Okay. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I mean, although that's always my philosophy. Uh, although I will say when I was in labor with Connor for fucking ever and they put me on Pictocin and they, they nurse gave me the wrong dosage. So she was giving me like one drop, like an hour. Like it was, it was fucking stupid. And, uh, and he had just come out of brain surgery and he was on a cane and I, he literally like beat the doctor with his cane. <laughs> To get, to, to get him again. to fix it. I can it see him. I can see him. He's such an angry little man. He's such an angry little Irish and, man. But you know what? That's why we really <laughs> so well. <laughs> we're angry. We're little. We're angry little pasty people. Yes. <laughs> Ryan and I are very. But no, I'm dead serious. Like you know, and I'm not saying that to be mean to you either. Like you're. Yeah. Your mom's getting older too. So you, no, you, I know. you guys definitely need to have a backup. Like I said, it's not, it doesn't have to be me, but like I said, for me, it's you. And I honestly, I think in the, in the grand scheme of things, if I couldn't make decisions for Taylor, I would want it to be you as well, mm-hmm. because that's just, and, and, and even my son, but if he has a dad and, and a stepmom too, yeah. so like there are other people involved, but for the most part, I just, we take for granted that we're not elderly, that we're not critically ill but shit can happen and who's like, going to take care of your kids if something happens to you right because you know initially years ago we we always had a plan that 
um, like, you know, Mark is Connor's godfather. Right. Right. Um, and, but Mick's brother, uh, Mick's, so our sister-in-law, Sarah, is Connor's godmother. Um, and then Mick's brother mm-hmm. is Liam's godfather, godfather. right? Um, and, uh, and then Mary Claire, my cousin is right. Liam's godmother. Mm-hmm. Um, and traditionally, religiously, you're in a, in a community Godparents, right? They are, are the ones, ones that, that are, are to take care of the children if anything were to happen to the parents. Mm-hmm. That's that's what they're there for. That's the designation. Well, now you know, um, Mick's brother and his uh, so Connor's godmother and Liam's godfather are both like quadruple jabbed. Oh. All of their children are jabbed. Yes. Well, you're not you're you're not like taking care of my <laughs> no, children. We've already we've already proven that you make bad decisions. Exactly. Right? So, so like, you don't unless, get my kids now, right? Unless you were forced to, like some of us who no, had, she's a nurse work. and she's all wrapped up in it. And she even but injected you know her freaking seven year old daughter. That is multiple times. Like, are you kidding me right now? I've, I've I've come to the realization that my boys are going to be the only ones that are going to be even. They may be the only ones alive to carry down. Mick's family name, but it's probably the only ones physically capable of doing so. Right. So no, because they're all, all of them, all of his brothers. Yeah. All of my nieces and nephews. Oh, I mean, every single one of them down to the babies. I mean, I don't believe in vaccinating anybody at this point, but um, but I mean, it's just, it's so, and I mean, like I said, I, I understand from, because it's happened to me and Taylor, I understand having to get it in order to keep your job. I totally mm-hmm. 100% oh, yeah, understand yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. Absolutely. But not the kids. My fucking kid doesn't need no, that shit. No, definitely not. And you know what? And I know, you know, DJ's an adult. He makes his own decisions. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, he didn't get it. So when we did get COVID, DJ didn't get as sick as the rest of us. Yeah. He, you know, he was. He was over in four days. It was a cold. Yeah. It was like, you know, well, I mean, we were exhausted. He was. He was. Exa- I mean, the, we were, I, the, uh, the fatigue was, was terrible. Yeah. Right. That headache and the. Yeah. Just like you don't have the energy to move your own body parts. Mm-hmm. That that was mainly that and the joint pain was like the biggest thing for him. Oh, yeah. And he wasn't like as sick as Taylor or and it didn't last as long as, on him as it did on me. Yeah. Right. So and even now it took very little cardio miracle for DJ is now like he still coughs up stuff, you know, because he's a smoker because he, he's no, he quit smoking. Well, I mean, you yeah. still. Right. But he's he coughs up when he smokes. Yeah. When he's, you know, like when he smokes weed or whatever, he, yeah. he coughs stuff up, but he is, he feels so much better. He's like, I feel so much better. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I was like, and you're in a better mood. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm not, my anxiety is not nearly as bad now that I don't smoke cigarettes. And I was like, oh, that's great. You know, but you know, he's makes his own decisions. So he, even with a little bit of cardio miracle, it was able to, cause he drinks it like maybe every other day. Yeah. He is, he's breathing so much better. Like so much, he, he's so like, like we get excited. I can take a whole bong rip now, mom. <laughs> right. And then he gets excited when I can. He's uh-huh. like, look, you did it too. Right. So it's a very open relationship that we have and that's fine. Right. Some people may disagree, but he's an adult. We're all adults in my house. So if we want to get fucking stoned, then we're going to do it. So, I mean, the point is that a big part of returning part of, to the old ways is it's having, first of all, having that relationship, your family, like your and family. whether it's the family that you were born, born into, into or the family that you choose. Right. Right. I mean, y- y'all know, like Lindsay, you know, your 
you're part of my family. Mark, you too. Um, you know, Wix, you know, I mean, y'all, y'all know it. Um, the family that we choose can have stronger bonds than oh, the absolutely. family that we're born into. I mean, that's, was that not your speech at my wedding? <laughs> that's true. It was. Yeah. But, um, you know, we, we really need to redevelop those, those community bonds, those relying on each other instead of on big brother, the big brother government, you know? Um, well, I just, I, know, I, I don't, I don't want to do that. Corporations are, they, okay. So this is what I tell everybody. Like I said, with the uh, organized crime family that, you know, mm -hmm. runs our country. Yeah. Uh, there's also corporate America has destroyed every bit of family values okay. and morals. You know, the original definition of fascism is before they changed it. No. The original fa definition of fascism was when corporations and government got together to control the people. That's exactly what they're doing. Hello. And Hello. they changed the definition so that fascism was right. Like, like they changed the dictionary def definition to say that fascism is right wing extremism. I'm not even kidding. But no, fascism is when corporations and government team up together right. to control every aspect of people's lives. That is fascism. And that is really what we are. live under right now. And, well, the problem is, is that I feel like and and us and, and myself, too, I can say this from being included because we have been, you know, doing what, you know, whatever for however long that we kind of like I don't want to say that we followed like sheep, but we like things that are easy. Right. So we've gotten yeah. lazy. Is really we have gotten is. lazy. We've gotten lazy and we don't want to, you know, have to do all the things that, you know, have to be done every day, like the cooking and the this and the Dude, that. Dude, I fucking hate and doing I, my dishes and, oh, and laundry. Yeah, I know. I've always hated that. Doesn't I mean I don't know. do them now. I mean, oh, I might man. put them off to see if someone else comes along and does them in the meantime, because sometimes Sorry, that happens. eight loads of laundry, but... bitch. <laughs> but I still do Just them. so anybody knows, if you ever fucking house sit for Vanessa, Ew. you will be washing 38 You don't have to. You really don't. You don't have to. <laughs> But how can you know? I can't. I can't. Well, actually, you literally, you and probably Courtney are the only people. Mm -hmm. that my mother I did the same for. thing too. And oh, I, I came home and all my laundry was folded and stacked up on my dining room table. Like it was, was like, when you came home and I was here for weeks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. But, but she hates laundry. So her solution to uh, a full laundry basket is to buy a new one. <laughs> <laughs> because that one's clearly defective. <laughs> It yeah. did not make its way to the washing machine by itself. This is true. It's so fucking true. And so many laundry baskets in this so house, many. and I can never and, and find why. an empty that's one. Why. But once again, you are literally the only, the only you and Courtney are the only people that I, that I would do that for. Anybody else would be like, hey, Heather, you want to come do my dishes? I'm like, you can fucking suck my dick. I ain't doing your dishes. Like, I don't want to do my own fucking dishes, but I do it for you. I yeah. do it for Courtney. Well, I know. Yeah. And, you know, I have to say this. I love that going back out to the gardens, my, my high density planting is fabulous, right? It's great. Um, cause the problem with planting, like you plant like one head of lettuce, you cut off that one head of lettuce. You have no more lettuce, right? You plant a whole bunch of lettuce seeds together. It grows as leaf lettuce. You cut one and uh, you, you know, cut the big one and the smaller one grows up in its place. It lasts nice. a lot longer. Nice. Okay. When you plant it with the carrots, however, um, doing it that way, you have to hand pick it because you're not just cutting, cutting it. Okay. So it's more labor intensive. I will say you get a lot more food, but it's more labor intensive. So I spent two hours out there 
I got about halfway through the salad beds. I got two full buckets of greens for the chickens and the ducks, you know, stuff that had just kind of started to die off or like it was like mashed on the ground or whatever. And then a, a huge thing for, you know, of actually a strainer full of salad greens for us, Nice. which we had salad for, well, the three of, well, Mick and I each had a salad for lunch after that. And then we all had salad for dinner. And then there's still probably, you know, three or four more servings of salad left in nice. the mesh bag that I have that I keep the Perfect. produce in. And I still have a whole bunch more to go out and harvest. Actually this afternoon, I'll go back out with my, my strainer and my, my bucket for the chickens. And right. I'll do the same thing, you know, with the going through the rest of it and I'll have salad for a week, but it is labor intensive. No, it is. It's something and that like, I mean, it takes me a couple hours a day just to pick salad grains. Right. But you're picking fresh food and you're, for the family. I mean, two hours a day to go and pick fresh food. I don't think that that's that is so terrible. worth it. I mean, if you really think about it, if we had, like, say, <clears throat> like say everything pops off great with the farm and mm-hmm. everything, and we're we're helping to you know serve the community, provide the mm-hmm. pr- provide good produce for the you know the community shelters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you know how. That one community doesn't sound like a lot. And it and in the grand scheme of things, one community is not a lot. But if you can, have you seen the, the, the city lines here, we can just keep expanding yeah. out. And it's just about spreading the word, right? If we could get one bioregenerative farm, one whatever aquaponic and hydroponics garden going on in a in each every like third or fourth county or so or county Mm -hmm. whatever the impact that it would make on the planet alone is huge the ground would be better our soil would be rich our health would be so so much much more improved because if we were just getting our food locally yep it cuts out so much other bullshit and so much other processing and preservatives and all that bullshit and we're Mm -hmm. supporting a community as opposed to me waiting until Thursday to get the lettuce that was picked in California on fucking Sunday. I don't want that shit. You know what I mean? That I mean, that's really where we're at. And I'm not saying this because I want to, you know, like get rid of truck driver jobs because guess what? We need those fuckers. But mm-hmm. in the same aspect, like if we were doing all of this, it would help replenish the planet. It would help improve our health. It would mental health, even like everything that you, when you're doing it on your own and when you see that, you did this. Like this is our garden. This is our family farm. This is it's our so whatever. Rewarding. This is, it's so rewarding, and it really helps improve your mental yeah. health and how and how good you feel. But also, it it's going to improve your physical health because you're going to be out there doing it, right? Exactly. Like you're not. And listen, I used to be a fat bitch. I used to be like 245 pounds, and I was the most active. Fucking, I hate fat people. I wasn't okay. quite as fat as you, but I was. You I did, got and I, I very ta- big there for a long time. I was telling Olivia time. that today. I was like, you know what? I was like, you wouldn't believe this. I said, but Vanessa showed me a picture, and she said she was almost two hundred pounds. I said, and I didn't fucking believe her. So she's like, no fucking way, not Vanessa. I was like, I was like, Vanessa's a fucking whale when she's pregnant, but she's never mm-hmm. big. I was like, but she showed me a picture. I was like, and no shit, she was. She was. I mean, she wasn't as big as me but it was pounds per inch if you I looked like it. I looked like I was pregnant. Yeah, no, she and I wasn't you were pregnant. definitely overweight and I was really surprised to see that. But also mm-hmm. you got stuck in that same cycle like I did and how I, I ended up stuck in the rat race. You were just stuck you're like I have to work, I have to do this, I have to stop yep. and get something I, I, have I to just, feed my kids, I'm going to stop and grab something convenient, I'm going to eat mm-hmm. some bullshit while I'm walking through work. 
you know, you make all of these bad decisions based on convenience because we've been so busy running around trying to afford to buy those groceries yeah. that are in the store. But we can buy seeds for like, what? $3.29 for organic burpee seeds. Right. Like you can Kroger. get, yeah, you can get organic seeds anywhere for super cheap. And that tip mm-hmm. is going, because there's so many seeds. So but many. Even so still, many. But yeah. think about how much food you can preserve. So I'm just yeah. saying like all of this, you're supporting the community. You're going to be including, including um, uh, and if improving, you get- improving people's health because they have to get out and do those things. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're going to be teaching livability in the long term because what's going to happen like i said i keep telling everybody i was like and i know that we're going to have like world war war world war three or whatever is yeah, coming, it's coming but up you know what? Yeah. motherfucker it's not that war i'm worried about mm-hmm. it's this one yeah it is this one right here yeah because it's not not even amongst ourselves we are already at civil war Oh, absolutely. We, are well, we don't already, call it civil war because there's nothing civil about it. Uncivil nothing, war. Yes. There, we are already at war and we have been, and people don't think that we are, but we have been for decades now because corporate America is like, and the government is constantly holding us down and we are constantly fighting amongst ourselves for everything. Right. Yep. And nobody is lifting anybody else up. So and with you're not lifting anybody else up and you're everybody's fighting against each other. Nobody's learning from each other. And we're not, again, we're not passing down livable fucking skills to our kids because when the shit hits the fan and I really think that it's coming, like we're totally fucked, like mm-hmm. that America is going to be fucked mm-hmm. any minute now. And, that, and they call me the mother of the apocalypse. Hey, listen, bitch. <laughs> I, I really do. Because it's all boil. It's all coming to this boiling point, right? And I've, I've never mm-hmm. been this person that has ever given a fuck about politics. And I, to this day, will tell you, I don't give a fuck. They are all lying pieces of shit. Yep. Every fucking one of them. I don't fucking care. Two wings of the same bird. Yeah, I don't, don't care. Thinking don't with care the same brain. What party you're on. Doesn't Again, matter. They're all the same. Like I said, organized crime family. And that is because they are the ones that are getting fucking rich. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's the same fucking thing. So what, you know, what are we doing? Why are we supporting this? Why aren't we fighting back against the people who are like, Gates, everybody's like, oh, okay. Matt Gates, Congressman from Florida mm-hmm. and AOC, Congresswoman from New York. Right. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Um, it was so very Mexican of you. Now I'm very I think proud. she's fucking Puerto Rican or some Whatever. shit. Whatever. She's from fucking Connecticut. She's a rich bitch from Connecticut, oh, and so her parents white. bought her a bar. Yeah. So she's white. Yeah, Got yeah. Okay. And um, but anyway, so uh, she's like hardcore far left liberal Democrat, and mm-hmm. Matt Gates is like hardcore semi conservative. Although, um, he was accused of banging a 17 year old anyway um from florida all right it's fucking but florida. he's a republican i know whatever they all look 17 anyway um but right matt gates and aoc are t- are teaming up on a bill mm-hmm. to prevent congress people from stock trading okay like i said we're making them rich so okay and we should be people are flipping out but why oh because matt gates and aoc are working together i mean I don't that's know. what people are flipping out about. They're flipping out about the fact that Matt Gates and AOC are working together. And Matt Gates is like, fuck you. You know, I will work with anyone if it fixes this problem. That's really what it boils down to. And again, because we're constantly working against each other and somebody, anything because that it, looks like we're going to make any progress 
they, they have, have to, to come at you from the other side. Right? I mean, they, you know, the government have to do the it. government officially like cannot pay our debts as of June 1st or maybe less oh, like I'm May 27th. The whole shit's about to I mean, the whole shit's about to collapse. Congress passed a bill um, to raise the debt ceiling, mm-hmm. but they want these spending cuts. Right. You need to cut spending here, there and everywhere. And um, Joe won't. Not not only won't he even look at it, he's already said that he's going to veto it if it even makes it to his desk. He won't even talk to them. So how he just he wants them to write a blank check. Nope, I'm not going to consider any spending cuts whatsoever. You just have to give us a blank check to blank check to raise the debt limit, or we're going to shut the government down, and it's going to be your fault. Okay, so why aren't we shutting the government down? That's I think what we're probably going to do. I, I think that that's what we should do. Okay. I, I mean, how many times have I said this? Like it is our right they are supposed to be working for us we pay their salary mm-hmm. we are the people. we we are supposedly the ones. Okay, elect hey. them to represent us okay first of all we all know that's a fucking crack of shit exactly so <laughs> that's absolute fucking bullshit uh that's all rigged it's just like everything else everything is fucking rigged everything is rigged sports mm-hmm. gambling the government voting yep everything everything's rigged everything's corrupt y'all realize that she thinks she's a liberal right hey i am social hey bitch i never said that (laughs) i said i am socially liberal i literally do not care if you want to have a penis vagina boobs and a beard i don't care but when it comes to don't stick that penis in my kid's face life like work for it and pay fucking taxes like the rest of us if you have to however it would be really smart if we all just stopped bitching about how different we are and how we don't approve of other people's faith and just say fuck it and tell the government to fuck off because we need new government because this place is fucked and that is really and everybody's like oh you know i like again say i believe in what our country was founded on Mm -hmm. i don't believe in judeo-christian beliefs and that's fine but i believe in everything else that we were founded on and i believe that anybody can have any faith that they want and if the country that we my ancestors came to was so we can support and be our own people you know that if you actually um let god catch up to you as he's been wanting to no and, he's not don't and we're not was actually filled with the holy spirit of the lord then your anxiety would completely go away i i, I i'm sorry and i'm that's, just saying you're, you're never going to change my mind I'm sorry because i do like i'm not we'll, we'll i'm not there. ignorant to religion we'll keep i'm working on that i'm really big on I love to hear other people's faith and other people's beliefs and and what their religion teaches them. And you know what that teaches me? Mm -hmm. That women are third class citizens and men rule the world and they can all Mm. suck my dick. That's actually not the case. That's not what I learned at all. I mean, maybe that's not how you see it, but other people Mm. do. And I'm one of those people. Mm, I don't don't believe in any of that bullshit. I believe that that was if. Okay, first of all, if you guys believe that shit and God made us in his image, then why do we fucking hate each other? If you motherfuckers really believed that shit, you would not fucking care what other people are doing. And I'm not saying that to you. I'm saying that mm-hmm. to everybody. If we really thought that God made us in his image, mm-hmm. then we would not be doing the things that we are doing to each other. And we that's why God is pissed it. at us because he gave us free will. That's why he's pissed because people stopped listening to him. People stopped putting God first in their life. They stopped following his plan for us and started trying to do their own thing. And it didn't work. And they cut God out of their lives and they end up anxious and full of hate and hate each other. 
Because I'm going to say something. You to can't you. love yourself, then you can't love anyone else. I'm going to say this. Uh-huh. So I, first of all, believe that if there is any form of God or whatever is going on out there, I believe that there's energy for sure. Uh-huh. However, I also don't believe that everybody has to believe the same thing. Absolutely we not. We all come from someplace else, right? Yeah. So I think that everybody has the right. There's not just one thing going on up there if that's really what's going on it's not just fucking one and that's not fair for everybody to want well it's like, and like so it's listen, just like it's just like being muslim ultimately there is ultimately there is one source one source mm-hmm. of everything okay the energy that connects us all all right there are multiple different pathways to get to that source and there are levels of what we call gods different oh. people have believed different things and that's okay? what i'm saying and even the bible when you go back to the original one, says that God created his children, the Elohim, and the Elohim created us. So, All right. But the Elohim created us in his image and he gave us free will so that we could tell them to fuck off. So, and this is why I'm saying this to you. So I've experienced, I used to go to church with my friend. It was, you know, it was okay. It wasn't mm-hmm. really my jam. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that if, and what everybody's faith is, that's fine. That's your deal. Everybody can have their own faith. And But I'm also one of those people who believes that, you know, your religion and your politics and your fucking sex life are supposed to be at home. But that's just me because I don't really want to know. I mean, unless I'm talking to my best friend about the good head I got, I don't fucking want to hear it. Like, I don't want to, I don't care. And the fact that corporate America makes us identify our genders and our fucking sexual orientation on all of the applications that I have seen in the last two years, but not your religion or your politics. And I think that that's completely, I think all of it's wrong. See, I think, I think it should be the opposite because I think part of why is it my business? What you do in your bedroom? No, 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 not the bedroom. I don't give a fuck about that. No, no. You keep that shit private, which you, you do you boo, but don't bring it into my, my house. Uh, -uh, no, But I think that when you start listing things like that and they say, non-discrimination when you list those fucking things those are that's the things discrimination. That that's discrimination yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but so i if mean we're listing them when and- they when they stopped asking you what your religion was because they just assume that everybody doesn't have one anymore when you start cutting god out of all of society when they separated church and say and i'm not saying that everyone has to believe but you said that you you believe on what we were founded on well we were founded on the, the freedom of religion not the freedom from religion know that i'm right? saying i said freedom other than, of religion. i did say other than yeah. the religion aspect of well, what we were founded on see, i do believe in the reasons why my ancestors came here you know and my family i'm pretty sure they were catholic i think i don't know but there's a di- there's a big difference between religion and faith between religion oh, and spirituality i think that's i don't give true. a fuck about religion i think religion is another thing that's created to divide us it it's is. another corporation that's not where i'm going that's that's not what I follow. That's not what I've been teaching. I'm talking about faith. It doesn't matter what path you take to get to God, what who what you have faith in as long as ultimately you have faith in God. It doesn't matter if you're Muslim or Jewish or or Episcopalian um, or, you know, Catholic or uh, an evangelical Christian, which apparently I am now. Um <laughs> Had no idea until I finally found a, ch- a church that resonated with me, um, and uh, it completely by accident. But hey, that's how that goes. That's how most things happen, you know. But it doesn't matter how you get there, as long as ultimately you have faith. And don't let someone else tell you what to believe or what the Bible says. Again, do your own research. Figure it out for yourself. 
So what I was going with that, bitch, always doing that thing. So I was took a friend. It was my roommate at the time. I was living in Vegas, and I took her to a Catholic church. She goes through every Sunday, and I'm sitting out there, and you know I wasn't fucking going in there. So I'm sitting out there, and I'm listening to my radio in my car, not fucking thinking. My battery dies. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about those piece of shit churchgoers. At least 500 people came out of that church. Mm-hmm. Not one person would give me a jump on my car. I had to call my friend to come from the next town over. So that is the problem. They go. That is absolutely the problem. You're a piece of shit all fucking week, but you want to dress up nice and go to church mm-hmm. and pretend that you did something fucking good. No, but no, the no. minute the bell rings, just like you left fucking school, yeah. you don't care. That is what I'm talking about. See, that is the shit that I'm talking about. Absolutely. It's fake faith. It's yes. Faith. Yes. Yes. Having to go to dress up and go to church. No, That's why I said the, the church that I went to that I finally resonated with. I went, I went in jeans and a t-shirt. I used to go to okay. church in my scrubs because okay. I had to go to work. And, um, I I don't think that I've ever met a nicer, more genuine group of people in my entire life. Right. Right. They were, I mean, truly wanted to know about everything, you know, right. like they, they truly cared. And if my battery had died, there probably would have been a, a line of people like mm-hmm. waiting to give me a jump. Right. Right. But that's what I'm saying. But this is the majority of the population these days, right? unfortunately. And that's what we need to change. You know, that, that's, that's what part I'm of saying. what we need that to change. Is, but but if that's we cut, part of what's dividing us. But as if well. we cut faith, and I mean faith in general, I don't mean religion, fucking cut religion out of it. I'm fine with that. But if we cut God out of it, then we're already losing. But I think we're already losing because if you believe something different and they believe something different and they believe something different, that should be fine. Mm-hmm. But they're not making it fine. There is but one Lord Jesus Christ. The and rest they are is just mere sitting trifles. here you know, dividing all of us. Like because, why, why, I don't know. Cause maybe cause I am one of those people who's super diverse and I really don't care what other people are doing with their personal lives. As long as again, they're not hurting children Old people or animals. I don't care. But at the same time, it's some like of this the old is, people, some of the old people, yeah. fuckers. Um, <laughs> but you know, we, they, we do have this divide and, but that's the thing we are supposed, the whole point of this country is so, cause we are all fucking different. That is why we all came from someplace else. We are all from somewhere else. And everybody who's like, oh, the colonizers and the white people, fuck you. Every fucking government and country in this fucking planet was taken over by somebody. That's how that shit happens. Mm -hmm. That is what it is. So now we want to all make this a big fucking deal because white people came over here and did this and people are talking all of this shit. But you know what? If you really want to bring it all the way back to where it fucking comes from, are you mad at the consumer who purchased the slaves or are you mad at the entrepreneur who sold their people? Mm-hmm. So this is where I always go. And I'm not saying slavery was right because you know how I feel about that. Yep. The Irish were the first fucking slaves. We did all of that. We had to deal with, we were sold way fucking before black people were. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. So, but these are the things that are dividing us because people are like, oh, this, that. Then there's always nitpicking something. They're constantly trying to change monuments. They're changing names of things. They're changing the history. They're not teaching our kids anything. Not only did they take living fucking skills out of school right because there's no home ec there's no there's Mm -hmm. there's uh virtual fucking driver's ed in a lot of places there's no home ec. there's no sewing there's no auto mechanics there's no woodworking there's literally absolutely fucking nothing nothing that you that you need to survive yeah anything that you need to survive as a fucking human gone they do not teach it now not only do they not teach you 
how to take care of yourself. They don't want to teach you our fucking history either. And that is where it all is going back to us not having community and not having family values and not learning from each other and Mm -hmm. not passing down our heritage. Mm -hmm. That's what it all comes down to because they're taking everything away. Anything that they can take away to keep us reliant on them. Yep. And that we need to fix it. Motherfuckers, we need to fix it because this is bullshit. Yep. And I don't know why it took me so long to become so angry about this shit. Welcome to the party, girl. I have been angry for the last couple of years about it since mm-hmm. I had the, you know, COVID or whatever. But it, like, it's it's pretty fucking bad. I used to not fucking hear. I was just like, whatever. Yeah. Let those motherfuckers burn. I don't care. Like, yeah. that was always yeah. me. You know, you now know you get genderqueer in public libraries for in the kids sections where they're I don't think teaching, it should be in the kids section teaching but... children how to masturbate and, um, you know, that it's OK for your uncle to touch you in weird places. Um, oh, is wrong with this? Exactly. Person? Yeah. So, uh, Claire, I don't know what the fuck's going on with Rumble. Um, it's I actually, I mean, I'm watching us on the computer and on it's Rumble. Like it's on there. It's always late. Oh um, but it, for some reason, I don't, I don't know why it's not showing up. Like I had Lindsay in there, Brian Fraser in there. I, I don't know what's going on with Rumble. It's so weird. So whatever. Um, anyway. Okay, well, we're going to... I think we're going to wrap up here because, yeah, I know you got to go pick up your husband from work. And I do. I, I... Um, you gotta go harvest me some I salad. I need to go harvest some salad. I'll send some home with you that from leftover yeah. from last night. Because you have any radishes? Still yesterday. I do living. have some radishes and in there too. She was asking me for those. Yeah, and she, you know she's getting so excited mm-hmm. about about you know yeah. the farm and stuff. And we've been talking about you know because she wants to be she wants to be the chicken tender. Yeah, excellent. Yep, yep. she loves her some chickens. So yeah. we've been, she's been watching. We've all been doing it. We've all been That's watching. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got to. Yeah, we're gone. Uh, you know, we've all been funny. I <laughs> we, we all I didn't move off that chair. I in that chair that <laughs> no dishes were done for you. Sorry. That's fine. Sorry, <laughs> so okay. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Do not apologize for not doing my dishes. <laughs> yeah, Are you right. kidding, Aunt Liv? Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Good, good, good job. Good. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, Mick and I will be back tomorrow, 2 p.m. for True Spiracy. It is Gear Queer Day. Hmm? He, he's going through all his gear guns and all ammo and fucking scopes and and body armor and all the stuff all of it all i all of it okay. so um gear queer on shoespiracy tomorrow i i know a lot of y'all are excited about that seriously i know a lot of people there's been a lot of people getting really excited about that so uh 2 p.m tomorrow for gear queer on shoespiracy and then of course we'll be back on monday at 6 p.m eastern for the news and hopefully rumble figures out what the fuck is going on with it because i have no idea um and uh yeah so for v lynn bye guys sorry Heather. Venice, i got me all wound up today uh, dude it's awesome those are the best conversations. So, all right. And, um, yeah. And I feel like, I feel like you're kind of like where everywhere, where everyone else is at. Like I, she gives me hope. What all of what she just said there was like, maybe everyone is starting to wake up. Maybe everyone's starting to take that hard red pill. So we'll, we'll see. Anyway, thank y'all for watching and, uh, have a great day. Hi guys. I don't wanna act too high and mighty cause tomorrow I may fall down on my face. Lord, thank you for sunshine, thank you for rain, thank you for joy.
thank you for paying. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. Thank you for sunshine. Uh, real quick, guys, there will not be a whistleblower show tonight. Um, Mick is still coming to terms with the gentleman to, you know, he told you his ground rules. So it will not be tonight. Um, hopefully we will get him on here in the near future. So thanks again for watching and we'll see you tomorrow.
Death and rains, rains. 